What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast, subscribe to Move Local, and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Duntas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. going on beautiful people welcome back to the move local podcast brought to you by the movement my name is dalton and i am the only one on this interview today don and will are off enjoying this beautiful sunny friday Um, and we are going to continue with the meet the team series so a couple weeks ago i dropped um, the first episode of that where you guys met d we talked all things nutrition, how she got into the nutrition game, um, some of her life experiences. And this week, we are sitting down with our massage therapist to hear all about his story. So on today's episode, I'm pleased to welcome Dan Marinowski. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So there's this, we, we claim that you're the strongest massage therapist in Hamilton. <laughs> what do you have to say to that? Um... I think my work speaks for itself. <laughs> so, hey, and I can spent in the gym. <laughs> I can uh, I can attest to that. I've seen the, I've seen the bench press and I've seen the squat. Um, but maybe you know a good place to start with the interview. I I, I know you have like a, a pretty interesting kind of um, story, I guess, in the sense of you've been in a lot of different places. So um, in your career, um, so why don't you maybe just start give a little intro into like yourself, maybe where you grew up, um, how you kind of transitioned into the athletic therapy world, massage world, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Yep, uh, sure. So I uh, grew up in uh, Winona here in uh, Stony Creek area, Hamilton. Um, yeah, started, uh, well, most of my life when I was younger, played soccer. So um, ended up tearing both my ACLs and uh, needing surgery. So um, as soon as that happened, I uh, kind of stopped playing soccer but I really appreciated the whole rehab process and what it entailed and really spiked my interest so uh, pretty much uh, after I tore my second ACL there uh, 
start to really enjoy what I was doing in the clinic. So I um, was just asking questions. How do I get involved? Physio, athletic therapy, um, along those lines. So uh, once I kind of gained more information about the profession, I decided to pursue it. So um, did kinesiology at Brock, worked with the Brock uh, rugby team there. So did that for two years, learned a lot. Um, through a, a program with a very uh, well-versed and um, has a really big background in athletic therapy, Joe Kenny, actually in the uh, Athletic Therapy Hall of Fame. So oh, shout <laughs> out. Yeah. So sure. really learned a lot from him. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So he, great mentor. And uh, yeah, uh, once, talking, once I was talking with him, I... Uh, knew that this is kind of what I wanted to do. So um, further my education at York and worked with uh, some women's teams there because uh, when you kind of come from a men's uh, high impact sport, they try to kind of offset that and gave me some women's lacrosse some women's field hockey. And uh, yeah, then uh, in my second year was... Uh, with the York University football team. So that was a great experience too. You can imagine how many injuries you have to deal yeah. with and how many players. So learn a lot of names because the roster's so big. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. And uh, through that, um, actually did an internship with the Red Blacks in Ottawa. Yeah, and which is the CFL team, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so did their inaugural training camp. Um, Another shout out here to uh, Dave Wright. So he was the one who brought me on, and he over uh, oversaw all all the uh, sports teams with Ottawa, Ottawa Sports Entertainment Group. So learned a lot from him. Left after that, and uh, ended up uh, back in the Stony Creek area for a year, and uh, working through different clinics. And then Dave kind of reached out to me, said the sixty sevens were looking for someone. So I decided to interview and um, got the job and worked with the OHL for the last five years. So yeah. it was a great experience. Um, obviously with COVID, um, kind of saw the writing on the wall last year and decided to resign because it was just announced like two days ago that they're not even going to have a season this year and the bubble that they were planning was canceled yeah <laughs> which in like obviously you know making that choice now makes a lot of mm -hmm. like was the right choice to make yeah. i know it wasn't an easy choice for you like yeah. by the sounds of your experience there which i do want to dive into mm -hmm. the experience with them um before we do that though like didn't you tell me one time you were born in it like weren't you born in italy like yeah. you weren't even born in canada yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh Born in Italy, Polish descent. So yeah. parents left Poland. I was born in Italy. Unfortunately, never been back to Italy. Oh, um, so you, were, you, you yeah. don't even remember it. Yeah, so came over to Canada when I was uh, a year old. Um, been to Poland, though. It was a be beautiful country. But uh, yeah, it's on my bucket list to go back to Rome. Yeah. yeah. And then you also did time with like the Canadian military, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, so knowing that I was kind of going into... Um, athletic therapy uh my brother was actually and is still in the military um but kind of gain, gaining kind of information from him i knew that 
it was kind of a good experience helps pay for school too and uh gives you some discipline obviously but uh um i joined as a medic and learned a lot and how to deal with uh those first responder kind of situations like high pressure situations with like some consequences i'm assuming Yeah. yeah yeah so um obviously they try to kind of um push the pressure on you so that your training takes over and in those situations what's drilled into you is kind of uh what kind of takes the forefront and um the more you kind of practice and prepare the better off you are in those situations so it definitely helped in uh in terms of my hockey kind of first responder skills because you know you're just you're in front of a like huge crowd sometimes and all eyes are on you even when you're kind of uh dealing with a player so you gotta Mm -hmm. obviously it's everything's videotaped too so you gotta work in your best uh intentions and in your best uh, kind of professional conduct yeah yeah i never thought about that like from from the the sport like working for um the 67s and like you're right you're in front of everyone it it's uh it is recorded you're on tv so like you're right like talk about you know we all want to operate at our best but when you're when you're being watched your every move like that definitely kind of pushes you to to have a higher standard and then i'm assuming coming from the military like again being put in those high pressure situations probably makes responding to something on the ice a little bit easier in the sense of like being able to not Mm -hmm. get caught up in the moment yeah for sure like uh shout out to uh dude we're uh, just shouting everyone yeah another shout out to uh the chris uh out in niagara um there was a very serious situation there where um the goalie had oh his, yeah it was very close to having his uh femoral artery uh i remember that slice so like situations like that can, can happen, happen so you never know and uh that's where like military training too can come in handy because obviously uh tourniquets and uh just dealing with it um in a situation where obviously you've been kind of exposed to some uh some blood in terms of you know um those uh simulated scenarios yeah this is kind of an off question compared to like what we want to go down but i'm actually just curious listening what are like what goes through your mind when like something like that not maybe like something to the to the like the neck kind of thing blood everywhere but like let's say you know someone gets injured they go down Mm -hmm. it's high pressure you got to get out there you got to do your thing like what goes through your mind are you just like responding to your preparation or how how does that go yeah um so when you are on the sidelines um you'd be surprised like some days you can even feel drained just kind of watching a game because you're constantly focusing you're watching you're watching what's going to happen what's going to happen you're trying to preemptively um see what the injury is going to be so if you can think like okay like these two players if you can see it you know what the mechanism is you have a better chance of dealing with the situation because you don't go in blind in a sense right so um, if you don't see it, then obviously when you just get there, you got to kind of assess the situation in terms of like um, your training does kick in. So like your kind of primary survey, make sure it's safe, make sure you um, you kind of do like uh, a rapid body survey if the players, right. like, yeah, all that um, jazz. But uh, yeah, when you do get into those situations, uh, a lot of times if you are prepared, training just kicks in to be honest like yeah. you're 
you're so focused like you i honestly forget the crowds even there at times when i would go out and deal with a player it'd be like it's just like almost a one-on-one situation at that point yeah yeah that's it it's interesting. Uh, I never again. I played a lot of sports growing mm-hmm. up, right? And you never think about that, like you know how focused you are watching mm-hmm. the plays and trying to get a good eye, because that makes sense yeah. to me. Like as a physio, just knowing like if you can see the mechanism of injury, you can see what happens. You can have a good idea, like mm-hmm. going in, what to kind of expect, and you're probably starting to check things off in your mind as to like what you want to go through when you get there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, still clearing all the basic stuff, but you can yeah. kind of fast track maybe that 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 breakdown yep. was something like that and then i think you know i want to dive into the the time with the red or sorry with the 67s because i know that was a big part of like your your career mm-hmm. then even layering that as being part of the team like though these are your boys right oh, i'm yeah. assuming right like these are guys that you you see every single day that yep. you you know you actually <laughs> care about so like you want to yeah. go out there and make sure you're attending to them to to make sure that they're okay yep. um so maybe take me through that experience with like with the sixty sevens. Like, what was some of your, your your big takeaways from there? From there, from like a learning experience as as maybe a, a therapist, but even even as like a person. Uh, well, definitely, um, we spend enough time with these <laughs> players. You get to know them really well. So uh, the OHL is sixteen to twenty year olds. Um, so they're in the kind of development stages of their life too so a lot of them are uh kind of still you know finding out who they are (laughs) yeah for sure learning about themselves exactly so um it is high pressure for them also so there's a lot of kind of politics that plays into it too so guys are trying to get drafted obviously um if an injury happens it's very uh detrimental to like their um psychological state because uh, there's even more pressure being put on them like am i gonna get drafted and so forth if guys don't get drafted or and all that um but yeah it's it was it was a really fun ride uh, when it lasted uh we we had like uh two co or my first two years we had uh, ex nhlers as the uh coaches and then we switched over to uh professional level (laughs) kind of coaches who uh, worked in the NHL and you could tell the difference in terms of what they brought to the table so we changed the whole culture and um, there's a higher standard of everything in terms of being prepared for games and video and therapy and Mm -hmm. uh, what I brought to the table in terms and even our strength coach he's one of the best in ottawa shout out to sean young let's go sean young (laughs) canadian strength so um from supplements to workouts to pre-game uh stretching to post-game uh cool downs to shakes to uh post-game workouts like it's we were running on all cylinders and that's why i felt like it was such a great organization to be a part of uh towards the end there um we were winning constantly so yeah you see the um how it reflects onto the players if you can bring in a culture of hard work discipline but at the same time have some fun the players really kind of gel and you can see it translate onto the ice and they respect you for putting the work in and then at the same time you respect them for putting it or giving it their all yeah. on the ice because then there's that kind of give and take and 
everyone's happy in a sense because everyone knows they're trying their best. That's a cool thing to be a part of, man. Yeah. Like, not many people get to experience that. And, like, mm-hmm. I can tell just by the way, you, you know, you're talking about it. It was it, it was that cool experience for you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting. It was probably interesting for you to see that transition going from, like, taking that next level when you bring in the new people and then everything starts leveling up, yeah. right? To, like, be able to see the benefit from being in a culture and being part of the environment and putting that kind of effort into things like what you can can reap from yeah. that so no, that's it, cool it, it's definitely something where like the military instills it in you too where like kind of obviously if you put if you have the discipline and the hard work it's going to translate it, even the times i was off on <laughs> training in the summertime and then i'd go back to university i had some of my best grades because <laughs> yeah it just translated into your uh, schoolwork but Obviously, it's it's tough to put in the work every day, but you see it, and if if you can see the results, I know if the results aren't there, it's tough to stay consistent. But mm. but in the end, it's worth it. So yeah, that's the hard part. Is like yeah. especially you know in any aspect of life, but obviously you're describing too through like your team. It's like those changes that you guys made early on to like level up mm-hmm. were were probably hard, probably yeah. didn't see the rewards instantly. There was probably yeah. a lot of tough times, but you know, sticking <laughs> to that kind of plan that you lay out, even when it's not, let's say, fruitful, yeah. can lead to what you guys got to, which I know the team was super successful. Mm-hmm. You know, When you left, you guys were still yeah. really successful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so like, there were three years with the new coaching staff and kind of management team and everything, and that first year, uh, there are some growing pains. <laughs> um, again, like you don't see the results and we were trying to change the culture. But then once everything started to kind of uh, fire on all cylinders and everyone kind of bought in and mm-hmm. uh, you see it too, there's more accountability. Like, because then if somebody's not putting in the effort, then someone else will pipe up and say something to them. Yeah, and, like that standard yeah. has to be met. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm that's a good thing and it honestly kind of contributes to that pursuit of excellence which obviously every single organization is trying to accomplish yeah cool i think this would be like an a nice transition like obviously you had you left there you come back home um you find us Mm -hmm. and i'd be curious to hear like you know how that that all went down um and then you know, I would actually like this to dive into, you know, the culture that we're trying to create here and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff that you just talked about with, with that team, with your team, because that is something that we really mm-hmm. want to try to instill here. So I would love to talk about that with you, but yep. kind of talk about that transition from like coming home to like joining the movement. Yep. Uh, so COVID, we were first in the league and it was right before the playoffs. And again, we were kind of um, <clears throat> pretty much uh, looking like we were going to go deep into the playoffs, if not the finals. So once COVID stopped everything and it was officially canceled, our playoffs, then I think almost the next day I resigned and kind of said all my goodbyes because I kind of figured um, COVID wasn't just going to be a you know two-week thing. Yeah. So... Um, Wanted to come back home, uh, see family and friends, and uh, I was out there for five years, so it's nice to be back. And 
when I did resign, I was kind of looking um, for jobs at the same time. So uh, came across a posting, <laughs> which <laughs> was the movement, and I figured this uh, just looking into their background and uh kind of like social media at the time because the building wasn't finished just yet we were still um (laughs) kind of uh laying out the uh, groundwork so uh that's that was some time in like june i think yeah so i came down and interviewed with uh don and will and really liked the vibe and really liked what they were bringing to the table and at the same time i thought this is like the perfect fit and uh i thought i could definitely gel with you guys so um uh yeah just uh once they kind of uh came back with uh contract and everything i was very happy and um yeah ecstatic to be part of the team it's a great (laughs) again organization and i know uh it's uh striving for obviously everybody to get back to what they love so yeah i'm a huge fan of that yeah yeah (laughs) we got the uh mission statement which yeah (laughs) exactly he's got it down no that's uh that's cool and like obviously when we're looking for to bring people on we're looking to bring people on just the what you just talked about like to create a culture that's going to mm-hmm. hold ourselves to a high standard, try to deliver high quality care. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we set our space up that way and all that stuff. So exactly. bringing on, on team members that, that really wanted to embody that was, was mm-hmm. our goal. And, and you've done an awesome job yeah. um, doing that. Um, yeah. What, you know, what do you want your, I don't want to say what do you want your career to look like for the rest of your life, but yeah. like what are some things that you, you kind of want to pursue within within the health space. I know something mm-hmm. that we really want to do here as, as people pro, like as providing jobs for you guys is like give you an opportunity to, to pursue those kind of yep. things. So is there anything in particular that you're... Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so the um, kind of complete concussion platform is something that uh, we are kind of implementing here. So mm-hmm. the program itself, uh, kind of concussion rehab and... <clears throat> obviously at the moment without sports going on it's uh just a little tougher to market it at the moment but uh i still have a passion to kind of be associated with uh kind of sports in a sense so mm-hmm. uh i know we uh had a pretty good relationship uh building with a hockey a local hockey team in the area a junior b team but again covid and restrictions in ontario kind of stopped that in its tracks but uh, something along those lines where we could actually have uh, some type of relationship with teams in the area and having players come in, some high-performance athletes, uh, is something that I'm still very uh, passionate about and love working with because uh, I know those are um, the people that, or the environment, or sorry, the population that is really... Um, committed to getting better and Mm -hmm. can um at times just take what you say and run with it so yeah yeah and i think i love the i love that we and you like taking taking a leadership role in that um concussion side of things because i think it is also a very much mismanaged um injury with 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 most people but athletes specifically Mm -hmm. and i think we can actually have a really big impact on local teams 
um, in, in kind of helping guide them through those situations and give mm-hmm. them some systems and structures to be able to, one, identify these people, two, make sure that they're being evaluated properly, three, make sure making sure that they're transitioning back to sport safely. So mm-hmm. um, it is an exciting thing that, unfortunately, yeah. we have had to put on a little bit of a hold until this COVID thing passes. But I know it's definitely going to be something that uh, that you you thrive on for sure. Yeah, you know, I've seen my fair share of concussions with hockey, so um, even just going through the program, it definitely uh, re- reiterated uh, a lot of knowledge um, and uh, rehab uh, practices that can really help the uh, athletic population kind of return from uh, concussions safely there, so. Yeah, and I mean, we're <laughs> going to transition into rapid-fire questions here, but okay. we, you know, yep. we... Uh, we talked a lot about your athletic therapy background, and I know that was a big part of what you do, but obviously you are a registered massage therapist here at The mm-hmm. Movement, so if you guys are looking for massage therapy work, Dan is, is the man. He's got a wide skill set of... Strongest you, massage therapist. Yeah, yeah quote it, um, and, and then you guys can come in and, and be the judge of that, but um, Dan is also a massage therapist as well. But um, Okay, let's dive into rapid fire questions. So you're local to Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite favorite food spot? Uh, I like sushi. <laughs> so, um, August eight's pretty uh, dude. Pretty low. Yeah, yeah. So. I crushed August eight. There's one near yeah. my house. Um, on like I'm up at Upper Ottawa Street. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere uh, around there. But I crushed August eight yeah. one day. <laughs> I, I I there's well since I've been gone, there's been a lot of restaurants that opened up that. Uh, we're here when I was still here, so yeah. uh, still need to get uh, acquainted with some of them. We go, <laughs> when, once we can go out again, we'll yeah. go. Uh, we'll go taste test. Yeah. Um, favorite favorite local brewery. Uh, I really want to try this one out here. Um, Shed. Yeah, this Sean like, and Ed. Yeah, yeah, like right here on uh, Has Street, but. Uh, yeah, I haven't really uh, dove into the local breweries just yet either. We gotta, we gotta yeah. take a little stroll down right there, <laughs> get the team, yeah, go down for a patio beer. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, hot diggity dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out hot diggity dog Shout right across the, the street. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite like exercise or movement um, with training? Uh, so well. <laughs> tearing both my ACLs I feel like when I was younger I was very naive <laughs> it didn't work on my legs enough <laughs> so uh, I love uh, I love some squats if they're, if they're done properly and uh, there's no pain associated with it and um, you can load it properly then squat away I was going to say you better be saying squats this guy yeah. is always squatting yeah, every gotta, single time gotta make those legs nice and strong these days <laughs> favorite local coffee shop uh uh, Come on, you know what yeah. you need to say, though. Yeah, I know. What do you drink all the time? Oh, Timmy's. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's like the official. He's gotta yeah. be. He's gonna be the first registered massage therapist <laughs> sponsored by Tim Hortons, man. Oh yeah, he's Tim, Tim Hortons and C four. He's <laughs> he's bringing the Tim Hortons game back into the movement, which is funny because we. Uh, so Don and Will, and, and I would say myself, have like dabbled more into the the coffee game, and we try to have the good coffee, but. 
Dan knows at heart I'm a good old Tim Hortons boy, so he's been tempting me with the Timmys, yeah, yeah. and I've been slowly dipping back into it. We can't tell Donna Will that, but yeah. I've been slowly dipping back into it. So Tempting him. Yeah, Dan will come and bring a little Tim Hortons bag and just drop it in the in the office, and we'll, we'll get into it. Um, so just to kind of wrap up, um, you know, we ask all of our guests, what, um, what does Move Local mean to you? Well... Definitely uh, getting more acquainted with the Dundas community. Um, just uh, since I've gone here, it's been kind of obviously during COVID, but I know there's a strong community feel and sense here, um, which would definitely be brought out a lot more when there's less restrictions. So, um, yeah, moving local is just kind of uh, taking care of the population in the area and uh, getting them active and healthy and uh, preventing any of those uh, chronic issues that can uh, kind of uh, come to light later in life. Cool, man. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan, thanks so much for taking the time, coming on, chatting, sharing a little bit of, of your story with us. Um, why don't you leave where people can follow you on Instagram? Because you've been putting out some Instagram content. So let's drop the IG. Do you know it? If you don't, it's okay. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, yeah, put it in the show notes. Okay, we'll throw, it, we'll throw it in the show uh, notes. Dan Marinowski. There, there you it go. is. Daniel Marinowski. It? Say it again. <laughs> Daniel Marinowski. There we go. So you guys follow Dan on Instagram. I'll make sure that I put that in the show notes for you guys. He's putting out some content there um you guys can also follow us here move.local so you don't miss out on any episodes appreciate you guys tuning in dan thanks again oh thank you appreciate you Dalton. and we will uh we'll chat soon guys